one. Let's go. What's up, Ben? Fuck. Messed up. Whatever. What's up, people? Messed up what? <laughs> I just stuttered on my own words. I had. I was gonna be like, "What's up, people?" And I was like, "What's up, pet?" What's up, pet? <laughs> but yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Hoagies and pierogies, episode nineteen. Let's I, go. Fresh off. Well, not even a finished first weekend of college football. Still one more game tonight. A wild weekend of games all over the place. I was, it was a great opening weekend. It was. I was wrong on a couple things. Very wrong on one in particular thing. <laughs> but uh, my, my wallet did all right as far as my picks and stuff. I went even. Exactly. So, <laughs> I didn't but it felt good. And I didn't watch... I didn't get to watch any of them. I got to watch bits and pieces of them, but I did go back and watch highlights from the games to, uh, you know, I'm prepared. I prepare for you people, all right? (laughs) All our loyal listeners, I prepare for you. As much as you can, I guess. (laughs) You add to the itinerary when you can, whenever, you know, something pops up. So, yeah. Yeah. That's all that matters. All right. Okay. We may as well go over the the Thursday games. Yeah, because I let's start with the back. Well, where do you, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with backyard brawl? Or you want to start with the Penn State game? Because let's start with the backyard brawl since it started that, an hour earlier. That makes sense. Um, so it was worth the eleven year wait. Oh my god, worth it. That place was fucking insane. I mean, it was so loud in Heinz Field. Those students. Had to be so fucking drunk. I mean, it was... They call us a false start. Once or twice. Uh, more like insane. six times. It there was, was fucking awful. There was just <laughs> one that I actually... But... I. It was such a great game. And the uniform matchup was just so beautiful. I love that Pitt's gone back to that old school blue and gold. It, yes. it looks, just looks so pretty on the TV. In West and Virginia, it looks, it looks like lightning bolts on their shoulders, but it wasn't yeah, lightning the, bolts. It was the roads. It's the country roads. Yeah, the country roads. So that was awesome. And, you know, the... Dude, I wanted to kill uh, Kirk Herbstreet in the pregame. He would not stop saying that the crowd was 60-40 pit. No shit! <laughs> well, that's a pretty accurate uh, measurement for any home game, for any home team. Yeah. Well, and it's hard. That to, might even be in West Virginia's favor a little bit. <laughs> it's it's hard to tell in that crowd too, because they're it's the same goddamn colors. You saw some games this weekend where, like, if they were playing neutral sites or even at home, you could see like they just had like in the Florida Utah game, you could just see the corner. It was all Utah fans, and yeah, because it's just bright red and to see a blue and orange. And then now yeah. in this game, it's like it's all yellow and blue, but a hundred percent mostly pit, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a, that's the thing I hate about some of these announcers, and I guess after doing it for so long, you just don't think, you just say mm-hmm. things. But it's like, or like when they bring up the wildest stats, and it's like this is such a specific stat, and they just say such stupid things sometimes. It's like no shit, Kirk. It was hilarious when uh, they were talking to Pat Narduzzi. He was mic'd up in pregame. And they were like, yeah, West Virginia is going to come out with the air raid offense. And then Pat Narduzzi responded, I don't know what the air raid offense is. I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> the air raid offense is the offense he was talking shit about that they had last year that took them to a ACC title. 
But yeah. I guess they still won that game, so. West Virginia did not use the air raid offense. I would not call that the air raid. No. For the well, most part, I would call it the stupidity offense because he would not stop throwing into double coverage. And there was one ball that Ford Wheaton caught thrown into quadruple coverage. And somehow Ford Wheaton came down with it. He had a monster game until he didn't. Yeah. And well, that's like JT Daniels. He hasn't like played. He's maybe played one or two games the past two years because he transferred from where was he at at first? Clemson or something. And then he ended up not playing in Georgia because Stetson Bennett ended up playing well. So it's been a while. I think he's still going to be pretty good down the stretch. That's just a tough environment. And they were, I mean, they were driving to go and tie the game. He looked insane. He looked good. And I think they're going to be good. No, they weren't. They were not. Well, I mean, they should have won. Yeah. Well, I'm saying they were, they were, didn't he, wasn't it a pick that he threw at the end of the end? Pitt should, I'll go over it. Pitt should have been uh, the one driving down the field to either tie it or win it. Oh. It was tied 31-31. West Virginia had the ball. And uh, they were were going to, they they were probably going to score at least a field goal. Yeah. And Ford Whedon, it hit his hands, did a little rainbow right into the defender's hands. Pick six, 38-31 with like three minutes left. And they, they just could not do it. Pitt's uh, defensive line was relentless the whole game. They were. They were getting after him. It was – I was – WVU's offensive both. line was fucking up. I'll be honest. Keaton Slovis looked pretty good himself. I mean, he was, he was another one who hasn't played a meaningful snap in a while because he was at USC. I think he got mm-hmm. hurt. And I mean, hell, Pitt, Pitt might be back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we'll, say we'll see what they do there. against uh, real pressure. He got sacked like three times, yeah, I think, three did. or four I, times. Do they play Clemson this year? If they play Clemson, Clemson, everyone's saying their off, their defensive line is the best in the league this year. So that'll be a real test. Especially they'll want revenge from last year. Well, you know who are they? They'll get a test next week against Tennessee. That's another tough game. They're they're at Tennessee, I think. Yeah, but uh, he it, it did not uh, did not get real pressure all game. I don't, yeah. West Virginia wasn't trying to rush more than four guys, but when they did, when the fourth guy got in there or a fifth mm-hmm. guy got in there, he was kind of scrambling a little bit. He His was offensive good. He line was, was all right. One of the things that honestly with a, with a quarterback that you know. Patrick Mahomes can fucking sling it down the field. Same with Josh Allen, make tight throws. Something that's low-key I think is really impressive is when a quarterback has some great pocket movement. And Keaton Slovis had a couple moments where that pocket was collapsing and Mm -hmm. he was able to step up. And it was the thing that used to frustrate me about Carson Wentz is he'd start running backwards. And you're like, step up. (laughs) Step up in the pocket and, like, move that pocket for you. And it's it's one of those things about football that I think is so beautiful and it's not many people really notice it, but I like, I don't know. I think it's so awesome. And it was, it was just an, a great game that what a way to kick off dude, the, the real season. I wouldn't know week zero was last week, but that was amazing. The atmosphere coming I, back. I should have went. <laughs> I should have fucking went. It tickets were so expensive, dude, coming out of the half when Pittsburgh got that three and out on the sack and then they blocked the punt. 
Oh, then they scored the touchdown off of it. That's when I was like, we're going to do this. But no, it was it was just not meant to be this year. We got next year. So are they are they back to doing it every year? Or is this just one of those where it's a home and home and then we'll see what happens? It's a home and home, see what happens. Oh, that's such shit. I they know, need, to, they they need to start doing those like those rivalries again. I think I, I forget where I talked about it somewhere. Um, I tweeted it or something like what rivalries that haven't played each other in a while. Can you not like wish would play again? Like when Texas finally moves back to the SEC, that first Texas, Texas A&M game is going to be insane. Because that you, you got all those years where you're just going back and forth, like West Virginia and Pitt fans are going back and forth at each other. When it's like this is a whole new era, the rivalry at this point. Mm-hmm. They're ready to fucking go, and those students were ready to go. Uh, credit to the, those Pitt students. <laughs> you don't normally think, or at least I don't normally think of Pitt as like a raucous crowd. Holy fuck! They they showed up. They definitely showed they up sure on Thursday. Did. That was crazy. But yeah, it was it was all that I wanted out of the game. I was just happy that it was a close game. I you know I'm I'm a West Virginia fan, so it was a little bit disappointed. But yeah, I, I was just happy they didn't get blown out. Yeah, that would have been that would excuse me that would have been tough. If yeah, they there were out, but there were points where it was starting to look ugly, then they starting to claw back. But, it was it was a very evenly matched game, which which is good. It could have been. Could have been bad. I think that that transfer portal has helped so many of these smaller teams. Uh, not smaller, but, you know, not the real big power, traditional power. Is like JT Daniels is great for West Virginia. Uh huh. Speaking of the transfer portal, I don't know if they need Jordan Addison. Pitt does because they have like three really good wide receivers. They, they didn't seem to miss a beat. It was insane. They look big, powerful. Dude, oh, one, the player that impressed me most was West Virginia's freshman running back, uh, number 12, uh, yeah. CJ. Uh, I don't I – haven't, I haven't locked in on names just yet. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I put it in the uh, – no, I didn't. I didn't put it in the itinerary. They were running the ball really well. CJ Donaldson maybe? I think that was it. But he, at one point, his average yards per carry was 17.4. <laughs> Yeah, for the that, game. <laughs> that was the. I thought that I can't. I couldn't remember if it was. It might have been in the Penn State Purdue game too. Both teams that lost. They're. I think Purdue. The Purdue running back at one point towards the end of the game, he was. He had 19 yards per carry, and we'll, we'll get into that whole thing. But it was awesome. Every time he touched the ball, it was an explosion. Over. I was Two like, games. Go ahead. I was just going to say, keep 24 out of there. And then 24 <laughs> came back in and had a really good run. And then they kept – if when they kept one of them in, it wasn't working. But when they switched back and forth, it was working really well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, two games that I, I thought were going to be low scoring and good games. But I ended up – I think both games ended up going over. And they were awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I love games like that. And there's one game this weekend that I didn't get to watch, but I wish I would have, that we'll talk about later. That was like that. That was insane. Um, so that was great. Yeah, that's really all I have this, to say about the backyard brawl. I'm just excited for next year. It's going to be good. I think they need to keep doing it. Um, so Penn State-Purdue. This, I, 
I spiraled during this game many times. I was in a roller coaster of emotions. I sent out many tweets that I now might regret, but I'll leave them out there. I just... <laughs> we should have lost that game. 100% should have lost that game. I was ready to murder Sean Clifford multiple times because it was the same shit that you get from him. And I can't decide if he is the worst good quarterback or the best bad quarterback in college football because he do he, all game he's thrown into double coverage, throwing to people who just aren't open at all. And then he leads you on a game winning drive. Like, <laughs> like, like Patrick Mahomes is slinging it down the field. Cool as could be. I was like, what, where is this guy that I was cussing at the whole game? And uh, that freshman Aller got in for two plays and I was like, yeah, fuck him. He's out of the game. Let's go. So I was all over the place and it was, Purdue fucked themselves kind of on that game. They just kept throwing the ball over and over again at the end of the game when they were ahead, and it ended up biting them in the ass <laughs> with that. I mean, that like I like I said, that running back was averaging 19 yards a carry. But hey, uh, I went from being ready to be so out to I'm back in. I'm like, hey, we can put something together, especially so, after the way that Ohio State game looked. I'm like, yeah, you know. I went to sleep after the pick six in the Penn State game. Oh. And I, I didn't watch the rest of it. And that's when I tweeted you, at least we can have solace in the way that we both lost. And then you guys come back and win the freaking game. <laughs> it was – I went to – I didn't go to bed, but I turned, I turned the TVs off out here and I went to lay down because I was like, let me just lay in my misery while this, <laughs> this game just slowly goes because Sean Clever's not going to drive us down the field to win. And then sure enough, that motherfucker just hook, line, and sinker reels me back in, and I'm jumping on my bed. I'm banging on the wall. I'm like, let's fucking go! Clifford for life! (laughs) I'm texting Corey. I'm like, never a doubt, as we're both depressedly texting each other throughout the game. Like, fuck this guy. This game sucks. I hate this team. I hate James Franklin. And then both of us, almost at the exact same time, text each other going, never a doubt. Jesus. And that's hilarious. I, so I just I forgot half the shit that happened because it was so wild. It was sloppy on both ends. The defense was not great. That was that was they were the Purdue wide receivers were just wide open. Plus you had a running back that was averaging almost twenty yards a carry. So <laughs> but other than that, I mean it was a great oh you I think you tweeted me or about Gus Johnson, the announcer. He's no, a, I don't. I don't know who he is really. He, oh, if you hear the clip, if you hear his voice, he always like over the top reacts to stuff. And if you're on the wrong side of that, you want to murder that man. I've had a couple games where I, we're on the wrong side, and he's like, "Oh my God, Ohio State, can you dig it?" Well, he's not. He's not exactly a, a, supposed to be a Penn State fan. <laughs> No, he's not supposed to be a fan. He's supposed to be neutral. He's just losing his mind. And he does it for both sides. Like Seems, if State were to do something yeah. crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's one of those where it's like if he's not that if, if you're not winning crazy. if you're not winning, you could it's easy to hate him because you're just like, Shut the fuck up, Gus. It's not that great. I think that's just you. <laughs> no, I know plenty of other people who don't it's Well at just, least he's showing emotion on like Joe Buck or someone. There's some people. Oh, who the fuck? 
I can't remember what game it was this weekend. I wa- it was some crazy pick six that I watched, and the announcer was just like, and they score. And I was like, <laughs> that was just insane, and you had nothing for that. Dude, I really like uh, Lewis Riddick as a color color guy. Yeah. I, I like him as a uh, color commentator, too. I like the more the more and more former players they have on a call, <laughs> I like. Because it's they they give you insight of, like, something that us dumb brain fans wouldn't think of. We're just like, what the fuck was that? And he's like, they're like, look, this is what happened. And you're like, all right, fuck, you can't, I can't be mad at that now. Yeah. <laughs> So that was honestly one of the best opening weekends in college football history. It was Georgia. Yeah, well, let's talk about completely that. blew out Oregon. Oh my god. Yeah, I made quite a bold prediction about that. I said Oregon's going to be clo- going to keep it close. I think I might have even No, I don't think I said that they were going to win. But man, and you know who was the MVP of that game was the person that I thought was not that good the whole time was Stetson Bennett. He I mean, that was insane. He was slinging it all over the field. A walk-on, a guy that was a walk-on is now, like, a hero in Georgia. This is what you said. Georgia will not be nearly as good as last year, and Stetson Bennett will be sat before the end of the season. <laughs> the game against Oregon this weekend will be closer than people think. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes you just got to take it on the chin when you make a bold prediction, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> so horribly wrong. Forty-nine to three. I only I only took Oregon plus the points. Thank God I stayed away from anything else. I, that was just an ass whooping. There was there's nothing else you can say. But they, Georgia looks like they haven't lost a step. Yeah. And I I don't know if they play Alabama it at all during the year. But I mean they should. Well. They'll probably play each other in the SEC title game, but I don't know if they because they're on the they're on different sides. It's like every other year, eh, they might play them this year. I don't know, but they could give Alabama a run for their money with that defense still. So I think a lot of people were thinking Georgia was not going to be nearly as good as last year. I don't. It doesn't look like they missed a step. I really think they're starting to turn into like an Alabama. Like they will always be good. Yeah, Kirby Kirby finally got over that hump and he I don't think he wants to ever look back. <laughs> no, absolutely He's not. Perfectly fine staying on top. Where the fuck? I'm yeah. trying. To of, of course Alabama blew out Utah State 55 nothing. That was yeah. But so the game that I think a lot of people really thought was going to be a blowout but ended up being a lot closer was Ohio State Notre Dame 21 to 10. I t- I where was I? We were I was out at the shore and I pulled it up on my phone after we got like finished eating and everything, and I was like, "Holy fuck! What?" At that point, they were losing. It was yeah, Notre 10, Dame was up seven, ten, seven and a half, yeah. And I can't say much about this one. I did not get to watch much of it because it was late in the night, and Reagan's family is quite the joy. <laughs> that night. So. Sounds but they, awkward. okay, not, <laughs> we were drinking, we were having a good time and talking, but that, that was just shocking to me because I thought uh, Notre Dame was going to put up 50 easy. And you thought the, Notre Dame was going to put up 50 easy. No, uh, oh, sorry. Did I say Notre Dame? Ohio, yeah, Ohio State. State. 
<laughs> I thought Ohio State was going to easily put up 50, but that defense stood tough. And their offense, obviously, you know, they only got 10 points, especially like Ohio State. Their defense is not that good. It's not going to be that good. That's not what they're known for. But, I mean, the fact that they, that team, you can tell that team is behind that new coach. Mm-hmm. They, two very different weekends for both ending up in a loss, but for Marcus Freeman and Brian Kelly, two very different uh, feelings about how they came out of those two games. Marcus Freeman is the head coach for the Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Gotcha. Yeah. So they, he's been there, and they, I guess they just love him. So that's good. I mean, if you can get your guys to just play for you, uh, they'll probably drop down to eight maybe, maybe out of the top ten. But, yeah, I mean, people thought it was going to be – and they're not they're not out of the playoff conversation at all. No, I don't think so, yeah. Especially because it was an early game, and it was to a team that is predicted to just already be in the national championship. They could – win the rest of the year and they could be a fourth team because other than Ohio State Alabama those last two spots like we've talked about it could be anyone let's see here uh best upsets of the weekend Florida Florida obviously another one I was going to go over first was Old Dominion and Virginia Tech on Friday night (laughs) (laughs) I was watching that game with John and to be honest with you, I was falling in and out of sleep <laughs> like during the end of the game. And uh, I watched Old Dominion score to go up 20 to 17. And I was like, no way. <laughs> Virginia Virginia is just such a bunch of fucking pretentious pricks. You know, they don't they don't call them like freshmen, juniors, seniors, all that. They say they're first years, second years because. Uh, oh, really? Never be a senior in your education. You should always be some bullshit like that. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, I know. <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> trying to think. Oh, I've got. There's so. What a great weekend! I'm so. Well, happy you mentioned it. You back. mentioned it already. The Florida Utah upset. Yeah. Okay, let's go to that. That I was not that surprised by, it, and I don't think that many people were. But <laughs> that quarterback, Anthony Richardson, formerly known as AR15, since you know things have happened. <laughs> He, he has disowned that name. What a gritty performance by Florida with a new head coach coming in. He has got them ready to go. And I think he's really set a culture in Florida now where they're, he's so particular. And I don't think it's going to be all the time. He's got them. They have to wear matching socks at practice, like shit like that. Oh, shit. He's real particular. <laughs> and I mean, hey, it sounds crazy, but they won. And I'm just so so excited for the rest of the season to see what happens. It's, that was I, if Florida if Florida can be really good again, that's awesome. That makes for football to be even better. Yeah, they should be ranked next week. Oh, a hundred percent. I put them. I, I'm gonna say they'll be. I don't think they'll be top ten, but they, I think I think maybe like high teens. Yeah, yeah. Because there's some other teams that might will move down. My that the they almost lost at the end there. They Utah was driving, they were right there, and he, they just threw it right to the guy. No one. Uh, but I, I kind of had a feeling, you know, a West Coast team coming over. Are they mount? They're probably Mountain Time, right? I guess. 
Uh, Utah. They might be West Coast. Uh, yeah, they might be now. They might be close. Uh, so I, at least two hours difference coming oh, over to the uh, East Coast, coming into Florida. Plus the, the difference between – and Utah has been good the past two years. That quarterback's good. That coach is good. But mm-hmm. there's just a difference, undeniable difference between Pac-12 talent and SEC talent and just how, how they play football. Like just in the trenches alone. Yeah, get your ass beat because it's more of a hard-nosed football type thing, and it's still good. I don't think, oh. if you stretch of the imagination, Utah is out of it either. But they have to really. Yeah, we'll see. It. I guess it depends on how good Florida does, and if Utah State or if Utah wins out the rest there's, of the way. There's some other teams in the Pac-12 that are supposed to be up later this year. You sound like you were just looking at a game. I just want to mention USC. Rice sucks, but yeah. Putting up fucking points. <laughs> Lincoln Riley. 14. I took the spread on that one for USC. It was like 32 and a half. I took some big spreads this weekend. Um, The lowest fucking uh, scoring oh, game. You were texting me about this game. Was it Iowa? Yeah, Iowa's uh, South Dakota State. Yeah. Iowa won 7-3, and they had two safeties. <laughs> If anyone were to tell you that Iowa's defense outscored their offense, you wouldn't be that like you'd be like that makes sense. Their exactly. offense is never that good. But their if you were to didn't say didn't even really score if you want to put it that way. But if you were to say that the defense didn't even score a touchdown, you'd be like what the fuck? Cuz it was just two safeties. And I wish it would have stayed 5-3 because that <laughs> yeah. would have just been so much more fun I think to look seven at. to three is even better because you're like there is only a touchdown and a field goal that game. No, 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 no. Two that's field true. goals, two safeties. That's true. <laughs> if you do look into it, and it's like holy shit. Do you imagine if I don't, you probably can't do it in college, but could just do you imagine if you bet on a safety to happen in that game? That's like I think you can. You probably can. I know you can in NFL. Sometimes yeah. college is weird. With and it's like, always like plus twelve thousand odds or something crazy. Because because some uh, like some states, I know in Illinois, you can't bet on like schools in Illinois. Same with Virginia. If you live in Virginia, you can't bet on. It's weird when it comes to like PA. A lot of other states, you can bet on player props, but you can't in Pennsylvania, which sucks. Be Wait, you on. can't bet on player props for like Penn State or for, yeah for college? No, really? No, for for at for any kids for any like school. Like player props come up a lot during the NCAA tournament, like March Madness. Oh really? Like I see them, I see people tweeting them all over the place, but they don't show up when in PA. That makes sense. Yeah, there's a so bunch like of does, weird rules. Does that include Heisman? I no like a Heisman futures. You can you can bet futures, but it's like individual games, like receipt receptions over okay. passing yards, shit like that. that. Makes sense. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Some of the states have weird rules. Mm-hmm. So. Craziest game of the week, maybe the year? I LSU, wonder. FSU? Uh, yeah, uh, craziest two minutes of the year. Not even. Absolutely. Because, I, I don't know if it was even a great game up until that point. It was 24-17 when uh, shit started going down. It was shitty. It was awful. It was a terrible game up until after <laughs> halftime. And, oh, my God. And then the game just decided to get hammer drunk. So FSU punts it, and then LSU muffs the punt. At that point, so I I had LSU minus four. 
at this point for a decent amount. Oh shit! And not a de- it was my units are five dollars, and I, it was only four units, so it's twenty bucks, but it's still four units. And I'm like, all right, we got to stop. They were driving down the field the last two drives. We're golden. We're gonna at least get the tie. And then I look away for half a second, and I see Florida State celebrating. And I'm like, this fucker dropped the punt. Son of a bitch. Son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> and I didn't know that you can't, on a muff punt, you can't advance the ball. So right. I was like, I was like, it's over. They scored. Mm-hmm. And then they said it. And I was like, okay, they're still right here. They're going to get a field goal. And then <laughs> take it from here, Ian. So FSU then decides to run the ball. And they're, you know, I, I think they've been doing pretty good at running the ball the, the whole game. But they decide to pitch it at the goal line. Hey, Ian, Running you... back muffs the pitch. Butterfingers! Butterfingers. LSU gets the ball at their own, like, what, three or four yard line with a minute 20 left to go? Basically on the one. So then LSU drives all the way down the field. They get to their own one-yard line, call a timeout. There's one second left. Beautiful drive, by the way. That quarterback, that was amazing. He, was, he knew. Was, there was a couple. I, 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 keep, I always forget that the clock stops on first downs in college. I always have to remind yeah. myself of that. And he'd, run, he'd start running up the middle, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it stops. But – he was like, fuck it, there's no one open, and there's all this. I mean, he had two runs that were 15 yards plus easily. I think he was, was the – Awesome. Yeah, the second quarterback in LSU history with 200 yards passing, 100 yards uh, rushing. Damn. Joe Burrow being the other one. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have imagined Burrow. I thought it would have been – that's what I thought. Name. That's what that I thought after the stat I saw. Yeah, Joe Burrow moves around a little bit, but – He does, he does. So they scored – they – Score the touchdown with no time remaining. I was wide open in the end zone. I'm like, here we go. Over and immediately, time. immediately, Chip Kelly's like, one, we're going for one. I thought I was texting Shane. Shane and I were both on the same side. And I said, this is exactly what's going to happen. We're going to tie it up or we're going to we're going to get it so we could tie it up. And Chip Kelly's going to go. Not Chip Kelly. Brian Kelly. He's going to decide, fuck it. We're going to go for the win. And they're going to blow it on a two point conversion. That's what I thought happened. But then it was even better to look at the replay, and the extra point was blocked. LSU loses 24-23. There's no time remaining. And I, I, I was in the middle of texting Shane, too, right before they were kicking the ball, and I said, wow, that guy who muffed the punt just got fucking saved. And then there it goes. I just – I was like – <laughs> I, i'm like sitting there like some something happened right like the leaping or something like that some kind of no he, in it was shock just and awe an amazing play and to be honest lsu shouldn't have won that game they really shouldn't have and as much as i would have liked to have won my bet florida state they deserved to win that game that was great and it was I just saw uh, this headline. It says Paul Paul Feinbaum, which I'm not that keen on Feinbaum. He says LSU paid ten million dollars for that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I was saying. Like Brian Kelly was just I don't know what the fuck he was doing the first half. They were they hardly threw the ball at all 
to begin with. And then second half, they come out throwing it, and they're just moving down the field. The receivers were wide open. No one was even close to them. And I'm like, what the fuck was this? Where was this the whole game? And then every time (laughs) they'd run the ball, they'd get a couple yards sometimes, but most of the time they're getting stopped in the backfield. So I don't know. So that's what I was saying earlier with, like, Marcus Freeman and Brian Kelly having both the same result, both still losing, but coming out looking completely different. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that was – I mean, the only game tonight is Georgia and Georgia Tech and Clemson. Which I think could sneaky be a closer game than some people might think. But, again, I don't – I, I don't know about – I think I'm thinking too much about how Clemson was last year yeah. where their offense wasn't crazy. And maybe DJ Uyunglele, I think that's how you say it. Anyway, <laughs> good. <laughs> maybe he takes a step, but I, I think I'm going to go under, and I might just go with Georgia Tech. I hate it, but I, I, I'm going to do it. I do, do like this as a uh, upset pick. Georgia Tech always plays Clemson kind of close. They do. A triple option? Ah, no. They don't run the triple option. I, I don't think they do. But, um, uh, God, I've, I'm looking through the games for next week. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. Mm, I only see uh, like two. Te- Alabama, Texas. Yeah, that's like one of the only ones. Tennessee, Pitt. Tennessee, Pitt might be. Eh, yeah, Florida, might be a good team. Florida, Kentucky, because people are saying Will Levis might be a Heisman. That, that'll really. Oh, yeah, with Kentucky. That. Uh, I'll have to look at other ones. There's still a couple other that games I wanted game. to. Uh, Arkansas, South Carolina can is gonna. I don't, care. I don't care about that at all. That can be a, a big game. I could see Arkansas losing that. Let me see. I'm just looking at the top 25 teams. I didn't look. I'm not looking at. There's not even any unranked matchups uh, that are good. Uh, BYU Baylor. That's Eh. That's interesting. I think Dude. Baylor's going to blow them out. I, don't, I didn't even remember. I didn't even see the Baylor score this week. I'm pretty sure they, Baylor like crushed him. Yeah. Whoever they were playing. Um, let me scroll through. I know. I know. There's just a couple. There's like three bigger ones. Uh. Yeah. Let's see here. Baylor. Baylor. I'm sure they won. It did, but I cannot find it. Ian, you mean to tell me you're not super interested in UCLA at Alabama State? <laughs> <laughs> not one bit. <laughs> Arizona won a football game. I was surprised by that. Yeah, they San Diego State. Looking, might be a little bit better than people expected. I mean, oh, not the North Carolina Appalachian State that, game was that insane. Is the game. That is the game that I'm saying was probably the best game of the weekend. The the Florida State uh, LSU game was crazy. That game was also drunk because that was did wild. See, did you see the onside kick when App State kicked an onside kick? <laughs> oh my God! The I, I've never seen a team do this. North Carolina just lined up their guys and they fucking murdered everyone in front of them. <laughs> they scored on that. I gotta fucking find it real quick because I'll share my screen. I can find it real because I was just watching it. I they were I just saw Appalachian State scored forty in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, and that was it was UNC won right? 
Yeah, 63-61. That was stupid of them to schedule that game, uh, just App State. But, (laughs) oh, my God, what a crazy game. Baylor won 69-10 and BYU won 50-21. Okay. So that might be that might end up being a good game. And see, yeah, there uh, people have well, I think BYU and Baylor were in Desmond Howard's fucking final four. I saw that. That was crazy. <laughs> that was like why? I mean, he knew what he was doing. I guess so. He he knew he was doing. They were doing it for clicks. I don't think he actually thinks that. I mean, he had. I hope not. <laughs> okay. Let me uh, fucking add. Um, let me go back and look at these other games. Uh, what other? Arkansas, Cincy was pretty good. Cincy yeah. definitely took a step back, but I figured. They they played it closer than I thought it was going to be. Luke Fickle's a good coach. It was He's, a very good weekend you see it. overall. I, it was so good. So good. Such a great game. But yeah. Oh, um, here it is. Oh. Okay. Ready? I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share my screen real quick. Gotcha. How do I do that? The share screen button. Oh, I see it. Uh, is this it? And you see the YouTube video here? Uh, it's not showing up. So I can't I can't see anything. Can you see it now? Nope. Why the fuck won't it work? Which one did you do? Uh, desktop. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. You now can you see it? Now I can see it. Okay. Ready? Watch this shit. Watch this right here. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how they scored. Okay. I watched this over... <laughs> Bam, dude. Completely out of the way. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, my. That. Someone talked about it when I was. It was just so funny. I died laughing. Great weekend of football. There's I'm sure there's so many other things that I'm not thinking of, but it was we, we hit the highlights there. It was an amazing weekend. Last thing to go over is uh, the playoff is going to be 12 teams starting in 2026. Oh, yes. Thank God. I mean, I knew that was coming. It was just a matter of – and I, I don't know I, how people feel about this. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I think it's good. Uh, I think it's just good for the sport overall. I hate these nerds who are like, it's going to make the – the regular season, not as great because, you know, everyone's like college football is the greatest regular season. How I don't understand how having more teams in the mix can possibly make it worse when, yeah. you know, late in the season, uh, a 12-15 matchup doesn't matter right now. But with 12 teams, that's a spot. Uh, like every year now, exactly every year when that starts to happen – Ohio State, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Those games are going to matter so much more in the end because even even if you're out of it, you could be knocking your rival out of the playoff or 
you know, I, those games are just going to mean so much more. And I think people are stupid if they think it's going to make anything worse. Well, I think it's uh, what is it? The Power Five and then one at large is I, I didn't. And that's what the next six spots. That's what everyone is assumes it's going to be. Well, no, that's they, it. Actually, is, oh, is that it's, what, it's already out. Yeah, they already okay. have it laid out. I didn't read into it. That's what everyone before. That's what everyone thought how they would do it. It'd be every Power Five conference winner. Uh, like a bunch of at large, and they're gonna do one pa- group of five team. If let's good. see here, um, I, I all the I, no, winners. I just think it's one like the highest ranking team that isn't a conference winner, and then the next six spots then, are then, filled in. Yeah, and then the next six like at large teams. Uh, let's see. I just think it's better. Yep, six like, six highest ranked conference champions and six at large teams. Yeah. Okay. Wow, so they don't—they didn't even say Power Five. They said six highest-rated conference champions. So, hell, that—that that puts Group of Five in there even more. And you know, people will be like, "Well, we no, it's going to be SEC, Big Twelve, Big Ten, and uh, yeah, well, yes, it's going to be unless well, Pac-12. Some, sometimes this Pac-12 really eats each other, and they end up like nine and three as conference champions. Well, twelve teams, nine and three could still get you in. I feel like. We'll see. It's going to well, be. Well, if you're a conference champion, you automatically get in no matter how bad your record is. Oh. Okay. No, I like that because then the next six spots are still the six best teams. That's true. So it's not like you're really missing anyone. That's true. I guess you could get. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be fine. Like. Most oftentimes, there's not a conference champion who I think anyone would think doesn't deserve it. Top four still get their they get a bye week. Well, that makes sense. I think that makes they sense. They go and straight to the quarterfinals. People might say that like you know you're just gonna give Alabama some or semifinals, yeah, someone to just beat up on. But I mean, upsets happen. Like it's not it doesn't happen at the same rate as like the NCAA tournament, but it's mm-hmm. they happen. Uh, so it's possible, you know, you catch one team on the right day. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I do think this is a great move 100%. for college football in general. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to be even more money. Yeah, and more money for the smaller schools that make it in. Exactly. I'm moving around because my laptop just said it's about to die. It's dying. But I, yeah. That'd be great. I can't wait. It gives teams like, you know, that have been kind of there but haven't done it. Hope, like Penn State, they've been kind of there. But there's been a couple years, specifically 2016, when they should have been in and they didn't get in. Yep. But we're not going to dwell on the past. (laughs) But I think that's about it for college football. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered all the highlights and everything big that happened. It was a great weekend. Absolutely. I'm very excited for the rest of the season. Next week, very big, big games, but not as many big games as this week, for sure. I'm definitely not going to like sit down and live tweet like the Bills-Rams, <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm not a fan of either of them, so why? Oh, Thursday night? Yeah. No. I think crazy things happen. I'll react to myself on my own page, but... I think that'll be a good game if we want to start getting into NFL. It will be a great game, yeah. Um, the roster crunch was helping us both in fantasy. Uh, the Texans cutting Marlon Mack. 
Uh, Damian Pierce, I might, I'm, he's on my bench right now. I'm really debating starting him. I, I might, I, I probably would. I think I might have him in as my flex. I think I've got uh, Elijah Moore right now, and I, who the, oh, the Jets play the Ravens week one. Oh, I'm definitely switching that. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Joe Flacco's, Joe Flacco's playing. Oh, revenge game. <laughs> it was, it was, oh, sneaky, sneaky revenge game week one. <laughs> Joe Flacco comes and lights it up in Baltimore. Hell yeah. And then the the Bills cut OJ Howard, which was a surprise cut for, for them. Oh, do you have Dawson Knox? So I have Dawson Knox. Yeah, I think there he's going to. Yeah, I don't know why crazy. people are, were like, his usage won't go up, even though he had a good season last year and he started to establish himself well at the end of the year. Did the Eagles pick O.J. Howard up? Uh, no, the Texans did. Okay, a bunch of people, I saw Eagles Twitter losing their minds about it because Jalen Hurts and O.J. Howard played together. So the, all these uh, highlights of Hurts throwing it to O.J. Howard, and I was like, yeah, we got Dallas Goddard, though. Exactly. Dallas Goddard is good. Uh, he's a good tight end to have. That's great. Love but, that. Yeah. And my QB got paid for fantasy. Let's go, Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, he did. Five year, two hundred forty-five million, one hundred sixty-five million guaranteed. Mister Unlimited Money. <laughs> oh man, I was really hyped to see that. Broncos country, let's ride. So I, I think he will be a huge part of their uh, offensive plan going forward. They're, those receive anyone who got those receivers, literally any of them. Probably later, you got to steal because Cortland Sutton is a player I was targeting. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, fucking um, the Penn State wide receiver from a couple years ago is there too. I can't remember his name. I can't remember either. Not Dotson, the other one. But that 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 whole conference, not conference division, is that's going to be probably the most fun. That's gonna be that's gonna be a division that in like week sixteen and seventeen or eighteen you're gonna see a graphic. It's gonna be like if this team wins and loses and ties, then this <laughs> team can is in the playoffs. But then if this happens, all the teams make it to the playoffs. It's gonna be that division that's gonna have everything all fucked up. Yep, I think it's gonna be a really high scoring division overall. I think all the uh, teams are gonna have great offensive output. Ew, is this right? Is what? The Monday night game? Oh, do you see the Monday night game? Who is it? Broncos Seahawks. I know. Good. I Let's mean, go. Oh, I can't wait to see the Broncos ugh. blow out the Seahawks. Let's go. Oh. I'm ready for it just because I have fucking. You'll be ready. You might be getting that $10 bonus. I might. I hope I do. Russell Wilson might get you that bonus alone. The over under is only 43. Let's go up. Holy <laughs> shit. I might, I might put the Broncos down to score 43 alone. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. That is going to be – I hate – well. They're I in Seattle. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Russell Wilson's just going to – he's going to find the Seahawks. That's going to be real. I don't know. Maybe not. Russell Wilson's too nice of a fucking person. <laughs> He'll put up 21 and know it's enough and be like, take me out, coach. We're good. I don't want to hurt these people. No. Stay in. Score seven <laughs> touchdowns. Please. 
They got revenge games all over the place. Uh-huh. Ravens, Jets, Joe Flacco. We already talked about Baker before week one. And you got Broncos, Seahawks. I'm trying to think of any other ones off the top. No. Um, I don't know about you. I've just completely stopped watching Hard Knocks since things started. I did. Happen. I didn't. I didn't watch episode three. I didn't. I don't, I, was that the last one? They might have one. On they they probably have one more. Yeah, right before. Yeah. It's just like when things got me happen. in the mood, but it, it was so repetitive. Like I get it. Yeah. You hit people as hard as you can. You want to work out as hard as you can. Like. I, it was a nice little bit of foreplay, but then when you're just doing missionary for the next couple of weeks, I'd like to maybe switch it up. Maybe maybe turn yeah. me over and hit me from the back a little bit. And <laughs> I'm starting to dry up over here. Something a little, little crazy. Ooh. We got, good, we got some good matchups week one, too. Cardinals-Chiefs game is going to be fun. Definitely. Raiders-Chargers. The... The start to Derek Carr's MVP season and the Raiders winning the Super Bowl begins that day. Basically. <laughs> I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> I can I can tell you right now a couple of games we won't even mention next week after the games are done. Jaguars, Commanders, don't care. That one's boring as hell. <laughs> Colts, Texans, I'll only care for Damian Pierce. I, I'm excited to see if the Colts kind of blow them out. We'll see what happens there. What else? Giants, uh, Titans. Uh, Bears, Niners. Bears, Niners is stinky. <laughs> Very stinky. <laughs> that's a that's a you know what that's right up for. That's a Trey Lance coming out game right there. I I could see that Bears <laughs> just losing their whole entire defense pretty much and just. I'd be happy. Let's just fucking load up. I got Trey Lance too. Maybe I'll start him. Get Debo going off. Let's go. But uh, Falcon Saints, that's another dookie. Yeah. Oof. I don't. Dude, I'm dude. so back and forth about the Saints this year. I don't know what they're gonna be. They're the team that I think can easily go three and what's the math there? Fourteen. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Or could be twelve and five. Who's the Lions? You said. No, the the Saints. Oh, I, the I Saints. don't know the how Saints. to feel about this. No, we're going to beat the absolute piss out of the Lions in week one. Let's go. It's going to be a murder fest. <laughs> the FBI is going to come for us for fucking poaching Lions out on Philadelphia. <laughs> we're going to have to uh, have a call for Dolphins murdering Patriots down in Florida. Oh. It's it's not going to be good. Patriots at Dolphins week one. Yeah, what's your secondary like? I can see Tyreek Hill torching you first play. Um, it's not good, but it's probably the best positional group we have. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's saying something. So, Ty, Tyree, what's going to happen is Tyree Kill's going to score first play, and it's going to be on, like, a jet sweep. Yeah. He's just going to get around. <laughs> the safeties are really good. Cornerback is kind of meh. But I, th- I think the safety safety is probably the strongest position we have. It's not going to be fun. But today's uh, Mac Jones' birthday, 24. Happy birthday, Mac Jones. Happy birthday, Mac Jones. Happy birthday, Mac Truck. <laughs> Mac Jones. I'm how, Mac Jones. How, if Mac Jones is the same as last year or maybe even worse, how early are you calling for Bailey Zappi? 
Not really ever. No? No. We don't have a real backup quarterback. Dude. Actually, uh, Brian is a good backup quarterback, but Bailey Zappi is not good. Bailey Zappi can fucking sling it. I just remember. He looks a lot like Jared Stidham did. I think he's from Western Kentucky, and I just remember watching some of those games last year, and I'm just like, dude, this guy can fucking wing that ball around the field. Zap, zap. (laughs) But I I don't think uh, that would happen. (laughs) I really don't. I forgot about the Big Eagles news already. Holy shit, too. Yeah, we have news. it on there. I was waiting for oh it. Oh my god. It I forgot. I was looking at I was looking at ESPN. <laughs> I was looking at who's playing. <laughs> the Eagles. I am a hundred percent in on them going deep now. Trading for Chauncey Gardner Johnson for next to nothing, pretty much. I think it's a third what? and a fifth. Yeah, a th- uh, third and a fourth that could become a fifth, I think it is. And he he's a guy who made Someone's so mad that they bitch slapped him on the middle of the field with a helmet on. <laughs> he, he's going to fit in so well to the city where he's going to be one of those guys where the city is going to embrace him because he is a scumbag himself. And he's just going to piss people off having him back there with Slay. I mean, it, it just made our defense that much better, which I, I might I might have been overhyping the defense before. I mm-hmm. guarantee you, like week two, I'll be cussing out the defense, but... That was one of our worst positions was the secondary, other than Slay. So that was I that was a great I don't trade. even I don't even know where the fuck that came from. That no one was no one knew that was coming. That was just shocking. Yeah, it would have been awesome if the Patriots did that. <laughs> like they need another cornerback. And then we finally get rid of the worst pick in Eagles history. I knew you're going to be so happy about this. <laughs> finally traded away Jalen Rager. I don't even. I don't even remember where he went. Fuck him. Who cares? The Vikings. Oh yeah. So the Vikings so they, were going to so draft. The Vikings now have the 18th and 19th pick of that draft. <laughs> yeah, they were mad that you guys took Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager went first, right? They were. No, and they then were Jefferson. Guys. They were laughing at us because Justin Jefferson was right there for the taking. And we took a guy yeah. who was projected to be like a third round pick. <laughs> and now they have both of them. <laughs> yeah. Good riddance. I mean, that was funny. Uh, but I'm other than uh, the, every, I think every piece of the Eagles that I hated last year is now gone. We traded away J.J. Arcega Whiteside, too. <laughs> hated him. Hated Rager. Defense was shit. So don't let me bitch about anything next week unless we lose. That sounds I, I good. Oh, wait. man. If you guys lose against the Lions, you're going to be pissed. You you might. I might be doing a podcast from heaven then. We'll or do hell. it. Uh, we can do it post post game on Sunday next week. Uh, after the 4 o'clock games or after the 1 o'clock games? After the 1 o'clock games. Because sure. the, the Patriots play at 1 o'clock and so do the Eagles. So. Yeah, the, and we can we can live react to the uh, Chiefs-Cardinals. Oh, that would be cool. And Raiders. I mean, all the 4, all the four o'clock games next week, or this week, except for Giants-Titans, are pretty good. I wonder, I wonder which game it's going to be on CBS. Uh, for, ooh. That'll be interesting, yeah. It might be Cardinals Chiefs just because the Chiefs are closer. 
I mean, you know me, I'm going to find a way to have them both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do the. Because I looked it up and the, that NFL Game Pass thing uh-huh. isn't, isn't for out of market games. You can only record no, them no, no. watch them later. You can't watch them live. Sunday ticket. You have to get Sunday ticket, not the Game Pass. The Game Pass is, I don't even know why they give you that. You get like all 22. You can listen, you can, like you can listen to the games live, but you can't watch them live. No, I, I get the records it and you can watch it later. I get the Sunday ticket one that comes. You can watch the out of market and red zone. They also have fantasy zone, but I don't, I don't, that, I don't like the people that talk on that. Yeah. Ooh, but yeah, that's, Maybe a, that's what I'll do. Red zone. I'll look into yeah, that. Yeah, just do red zone because then you get because they'll split the screens too. If, if I do, I do zone. enjoy watching red zone. I used to, uh, not not even used to. I still go over John's house and watch red zone sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I don't have anything else about NFL. I'm excited. That I think this game, game uh, the Bills Rams game, is going to be extremely high scoring. <laughs> I'll take the over five times over. Yeah, it's watch 53. It, watch it be 53 is a lot in the NFL, though. I know, but they're two of the highest scoring offenses. But both what, was, really, what was the but Super both, Bowl final score? 27 24? Yeah, I think that game. I think that game. Did that go? I think that game went under. I, th- the like, I think that total like was. And a half I think it was. Or 50, yeah. Something like that. But, I mean, those are they're two teams that have really good defenses, too. But I could see. I could yeah, see. Yeah. It could be high scoring where Stafford and Allen are swinging the ball all across the field. But then there's also like a fumble six or a pick six as well. Yeah. Like a, a block punt. I think it's going to be some crazy ass game. I would love to see Gabe Davis get in the end zone a couple times. I'm interested to see what he's going to do because he had that breakout game in that, what, the divisional round? Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I put him in instead of uh, Hunter Renfro. I made that decision. Oh. It, it was a tough one. I know, I know. It was, between, it was Hunter Renfro, Rashad Bateman, and Gabe Davis. I don't think I could start any of those three over Debo and Deontay Johnson. So no. I have to flex one of the three. My only thing is you're getting Rashad Bateman against a New York Jets defense instead of a Los Angeles Rams defense. But that you're also I don't know. I don't know which yeah. one I would rather have. It's also because Lamar uh, Jackson. Jalen Ramsey is going to be covering Diggs. Uh, yeah. So like, who's gonna be? Is Davis gonna be double covered? I don't. I don't know. Are they gonna put Ramsey on Davis and then have just double cover Diggs? No, they'll have they'll have Ramsey on Diggs. He he always just locks them down. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Because Davis is bigger than Diggs. Yeah, they don't they don't have Cole Beasley anymore, do they? No, they don't. We'll see. It's oh, it's gonna be so good. Oh my god, I'm getting so excited talking about it. I keep forgetting that I have Cooper Cup, and every time I go into my fantasy, I'm like, oh sweet. Yeah. Oh, Cup. so Debo might not be able to play Week One. We'll see how he practices this week. So that would make the decision a lot easier. Oh yeah, then you, I'd say definitely Gabe Davis. Uh, I'd still put in Rashad Bateman over Hunter Renfro just for the first game, just to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. But then again, there's only like 
one other one healthy DB for the Chargers. That's well, that's the only thing too with the Raiders and Chargers. Like that game is, you know, Renfro or not Renfro. Well, yeah, Renfro and Carr already have that, you know, repertoire, and yeah. he doesn't have that with Adams yet. So, but Adam, like Adams, is gonna garner a lot of attention. So a Waller, healthy, yeah, healthy Darren Waller. None of those receivers. You can't. You can't double team any of those receivers really but Adams is as much of a red zone threat as because half the time Rodgers would just fucking go like this to Devontae Adams and he would just the thing is I think the Ravens are also going to be pretty run heavy this year Rashad Bateman's really all they have yeah uh, they don't have uh, they need to they need to get they need to get that man a receiver yeah (laughs) I mean, that's I why I was people. so I was so surprised they got rid of Marquise Brown. I was so shocked. Yeah, that's that's insane. Like, because even he he was like hit or miss half the time the ball came near him too. Yeah. You're like, is he gonna catch it? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Bateman's at least solid, and he's like very. He's consistent. big. He's big, so that helps too. And he'll he, can, ca- he doesn't have butter fingers. So. No. He, that's what that's the thing is a lot of those contested balls. Lamar's receivers were dropping. Yeah. So hopefully. Maybe I should trade like Deontay Johnson for a good running back. Don't look I'm, at me. I'm already overthinking things. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. You just, you set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. That's how I lost that one week. I put in Dawson Knox over Hunter Henry and Hunter Henry had like 19 points and Dawson Knox had like two. <laughs> and I, I lost. That's and if I had started Henry, I would have won the game. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's the worst. But those two are the same. We're like they they're they're real hit or miss every week too. Yeah, but I also had just picked up Dawson Knox off of waivers and started him right away. That was dumb. But oh well. Never know. I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> to see who that first waiver wire pickup is. That like probably no one drafted in any league and. You know, week one or two, it's like, oh, who's this guy who's fucking a big part of I feel like a lot of the rookies were drafted that could break out. I have like seven of them. (laughs) Me too. I have Alec Pierce, uh, Jahan Dotson, Garrett Wilson, uh, Isaiah Isaiah Pacheco, the running back for the Chiefs that got the bulk of the carries in the preseason. I got fucking – I got Kenneth Walker – who uh, I will not be starting him against the Broncos that first week. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, the sack's running so slow. All right, I've got – I mean, I know he's not, but Travis Etienne is basically a rookie because he didn't play at all last year, and he's my running back too. I don't know. I don't I feel great about do that. Damian Pierce, Traylon Burks, Kenneth Walker, and Jalen Tolbert. <laughs> my entire bench except for three people. I'm still holding on to OBJ. I'm going to wait. I have one, two, three, four, five rookies on my bench. Done starting, yeah. but <laughs> I have Kenny Pickett as well. That's my fifth. Let's make this Let's make this switch right now. Elijah Moore, Damian Pierce. <laughs> now what does it say? Am I projected to lose now? No, I'm still projected to win. I don't think it changed much. That's good. Two point difference. I think he's just gonna have. He's looked very good. Yeah, I, I think this is 
this is what I'll go into uh, week one with. Russell Wilson, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Debo Samuel, Deontay Johnson, Dawson Knox, Gabe Davis, Eagles defense, Jake Elliott. Oh, oh, you got the Eagles defense. Hey, you're feeling even better after that Against trade, too. <laughs> yeah, I think the trade happened after the draft. Yeah, it did. Yeah, so I, I drafted the Eagles defense. Yeah, <laughs> my starting, I'll be. No, I'm not going to mess up. Okay. I'm going to go Justin Herbert, James Conner, Travis Etienne, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin, Pat Fryermuth, Damian Pierce, Ravens defense, and Brandon McManus. I am definitely pass heavy. Like, all of my running backs are basically pass catching receivers except for Damian <laughs> Pierce. I, I, yay, I, I, I am, <laughs> because first, I've been talking about Baker going back to, Cleveland, I have floated the idea of starting Baker instead of Justin Herbert. I don't know but if I, I would do that. don't think I'm going to do that. You know Justin Herbert could throw for four, 400 yards, three touchdowns, and still lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they did in that playoff game last year. Not playoff game. That, that last game against the Raiders. That was a wild game. I'm the, game the game where I thought that they were 100% going to agree to just tie. And both. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They should have. I would have loved that. Absolutely should have. Uh, Collusion to the highest degree. Sir. <laughs> All right. What else do we got on here? Bits uh, and pieces. Uh oh. Speaking of trades, I, I didn't understand. I I just don't get basketball. I don't understand basketball at all. So I kind of I I kind of knew something like this was going to happen. Uh, I've got some people on the inside. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but I, I had heard people talk about Utah kind of blowing it up during the playoffs. Like they were talking about that just none of them like each other, I guess. I figured I figured he would get traded. I think we kind of all knew that. But to the Cavaliers? Well, they made the playoffs last year. And they had two but good rookies. They also just gave up like three or four first-round picks. That's what I don't understand in, ba- in basketball. That basketball, well, I guess because there's less people involved. It's five. You got five starters. Yeah, and is each, the draft each, only like two rounds, right? Yeah, it, two or three. But each starter is worth so much more that they'll trade like seven first-round picks for someone like Donovan Mitchell. I don't get that. I don't think Cleveland's good enough to do that. Is what I was thinking. Uh, I don't think they're set up well enough for the future. They were probably a Donovan Mitchell away from making it for They made it into the, I know they were in the playing games, but I can't remember if they made it past the playing games. I don't know either. I'd have to look back at the NBA playoffs and I really don't feel like doing that right now. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I just know they had two, they had two rookies that made the all-star game last year and they were good. Either rookies or young or young players where they're kind of back on the up and up and that's, well, hey, fuck you, LeBron. Yeah. That's what I think about that. <laughs> that has nothing to do with you, but fuck you. <laughs> Cleveland sucks ass. Oh, you see that fuck at the Ohio State game on the sidelines? He always says that. That's what I think is such bullshit about <laughs> him. He's like, I would have gone to Ohio State. No, you wouldn't. Me and Oh, yeah, me and John were talking about this. And you would have we gone to like, Duke. Oh, yeah, look at six foot seven LeBron playing against 
or nobodies in high school football in Akron, Ohio. Well, that, but no, he he, like, he always right, says. Of course, he's going to dominate. Like what? <laughs> he always says if he would have went to college, he would have went to Ohio State. And no, he wouldn't have. He would have 100 percent just gone to Duke or something like every other. Probably just would have gone to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if, oh, my God, if he did that at, like, a it's high like school a signing day? Signing day, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be taking my talents to South B. Has an Ohio State hat and then a Miami hat, like, under it, and he throws the Ohio State hat off. I love I love signing day videos. I love the ones when a, a kid picks a team and the mom, like, fucking passes out because she can't. Yeah. It's like, because the mom's, like, an Alabama fan, and he's, like, puts on the <laughs> Alabama hat and then tosses it, and he's, like, Tennessee. And she's like, oh, Lord. <laughs> or, like, just walks away, just disowns the kid immediately. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that's that's about it for sports that I wanted to talk about this week. Yeah. I think that's – sure, there's stuff we missed, but that, it was just so much. But that's okay. We got we – got, oh. Pretty much most of it anyway. It was a great weekend of sports. Great week of sports. Well, this is basically what it's going to be like for the next through winter. Well, yeah, we're going to be adding NFL football, too. It's gonna, yeah, so it'll be the I'm first gonna half. I'm going to take some notes. During yeah, first game. half college football, second half NFL. It's probably going to be the basis for the podcast every week here on out, I would imagine. Yeah. Maybe talk a little playoff baseball. Yeah, if, if shit happens Absolutely. in other sports, but we'll have to talk about playoff baseball a yeah. little bit. The the most exciting thing that happened this week in baseball was more sex in the stands. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and these guys were actually fucking and not just giving a little blowy. Yeah, <laughs> straight on full penetration. <laughs> I bet you it was anal. They were definitely doing it in the butt. Getting freaky. She's taking poppers. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned about this recently. <laughs> Huge in the gay community. They're quite the fad right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not the fad in the gay community, but it's just recently came into the pop uh, pop culture eye. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, no, because there's, there's a couple gay people on Twitter that I follow, and they reference poppers all the time. And I finally like looked up <laughs> what it was, and I'm like, oh, like smelling salts. Just 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 relaxes you. <laughs> Loosens your anus. <laughs> I know what, so know what Reagan's getting for Christmas. <laughs> 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 oh my god. On that note, everyone, I think it's time to go. Oh, we love Reagan, by the way. We almost yeah, forgot. We love Reagan. Go see the movie. <laughs> it's going to be great. But yeah, that's all I got for this week. That's all we got for this week. Tune Looking in, everyone. NFL. Probably be tweeting more, doing other shit because this is the football season. Yes, we also have to get a logo. I might be in touch with someone on that, or I might just make one myself, even though it, it might be crude. Can you talk to John's brother. <gasps> That's a great idea. I didn't even think about that. Oh my John, god. John messaged us on Twitter. <laughs> oh shit. That. Yeah. That's what that was about. Yeah. When you said that, you texted that to me, and I was like, oh, did he just, like, you know, joke, like, I can make a design for you. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, you said talk to my brother. He can do something for you. That I didn't even. probably wouldn't cost us anything. I didn't read that, but I would definitely pay him for it. Yeah. He can 100%. get him something. 
instead of all these uh yeah blm artists coming to our page that was kind of weird it was uh, i mean we got we gained like 40 followers because we tweeted about the loco i think you need to title this episode logos and football or something <laughs> on well, the yeah, search for were, a new logo it was it was really weird because there were only three types of accounts that were tweeting us mm-hmm. it was furries nfts and black Lives matters artists those were the only three i have nothing against was, any of them but it was just it was, so weird that was the yes, only it was three very niche groups around split like, into those three categories none maybe, of them were even like sports some of them would be that that tweet had like 40 replies to it all the so many of them were like open your dms open your dms i looked through some of them and it was like hey some of them would be like hey some of them would give us a pitch yeah i just ended up deleting a lot of them because i think that's those are the bot ones where it said hey and then i can make your logo for you and then there was always a typo in it yeah it was kind of weird they didn't unfollow so that's okay (laughs) yeah uh Talk to John's brother. All right. Didn't even All think right. about that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All righty, everyone. Peace out. Hell yeah. Enjoy the week. Peace out. Enjoy. Yep. Enjoy the, the week of NFL. We'll be back to go over it. I'll see, see you. Adios.